Hey, is this a... Yeah, this is Fresh Respect. Go! You can imagine the anger and the frustration. So Alexander the Great, the warrior of all warriors, the king of all kings, is standing there frustrated. He's angry. He's hurt because his men have refused to go into battle with him. Why? They're jerks. (laughs) They're tired. They don't want to fight anymore. They have loved ones at home. Yeah, totally. They're complaining. They're grumbling. All right? Okay. So he takes this stand and gives this speech according to history, Mm. and it's epic. He starts by explaining, you know, that they were no one. They were slaves, some of them, and he'd rescued them, and he'd given them riches. He'd given them spoils. He'd paid off their debts. He'd made them um, men of great ruling, like, authority. Yeah. He's like, look what I did for you guys. And then he, as he gets, it's almost to those moments where like his, he's processing it as he's giving this speech. I've done that. And he gets this moment and it's, it's sheer brilliance. And I'm just going to read you his words. Okay. I'm ready. I'm going to channel my inner Alexander the Great. I'm a grumbling slave. Yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to fight. No, I need a donut. (laughs) Which of you thinks that he has worked harder for me than I have worked for him? Come on now. Whatever one of you who has wounds, let him strip and show them. And I will show mine in turn. For there's no part of my body, in the front at any rate, remaining free from wounds. And there isn't any kind of weapon used either for close combat or for hurling at the enemy at the traces of which I do not bear on my body. For I have been wounded with the sword in close fight. I have been shot with arrows. I have been struck with missiles projected from engines of war. And though oftentimes I have been hit with stones and bolts of wood for the sake of your lives, your glory, and your wealth, I am still leading you as conquerors over all of the land and sea, all rivers, mountains, and plains. So sit down. I added that last part. The sit down part? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or the plains part? No, that was in there. There were, like, wait, are we talking (laughs) P-L-A-I-N-S? Yeah, P-L-A-I-N-S, not airplanes. Got it. Those were not, this is about 325. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. A-D, I think, somewhere around there. B-C? Yes. A-D. I don't remember. Ah. It's just numbers. Just numbers. Anyway, what a rousing speech. And the story goes that all of his men were humbled and fell down weeping and apologized and were like, please forgive us, king. We would Mm. go anywhere with you. I am sorry I wanted a donut. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what they said. (laughs) We don't even know what donuts are yet. We don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) You read that really well. (sighs) Thank you. I feel like I'm sitting with Alexander the Great. Well, I felt like he needed to to come off with an air of greatness. Mm. He wasn't Alexander the meh. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that it read M-E-H. Which one of you thinks he's worked harder than me? Probably nobody. Probably none of you guys out there. (laughs) 
Well, do you have a clue of what I want to talk about today? No, I don't. You don't? I mean, unless it's Alexander himself. No, he's just piddly. Comparatively to what you're bringing? Comparative to this. Oh, man. He's just a man. Yes. He's just a man. He died. He is no god. He is no god to me. (laughs) (laughs) That had a hint of Jar Jar on the end of it. Well, I'll give you a hint. (laughs) (laughs) Me some people? (laughs) Oh no, not again. I promise I won't do any Star Wars impersonations for, for the rest, rest of the season. Um I'm gonna talk about Ernest Hemingway too a little bit. Oh, okay. And how much of a BA he was. Yeah, he was pretty cool. No, I mean like he had his flaws. Big ones. But the dude did some cool stuff too. So uh, how can you go wrong if you're talking about Alexander the Great and Ernest Hemingway? Probably not. We're going to have a great episode. Well, first, I'm Chris Halverson. And I'm Steve Weatherford. And this is Fresh Respect. Yes, it is. And we're here. Episode five, season two, episode five. What's up, my freshies? Uh, Hey, respecters. Uh, What do you know? I got it in first. You did get it in first. It's sticking. We're hearing from people, and I think it's mixed. I think think it is. I think it's a mixed bag. It is. Because I actually have heard both, that people prefer both. I don't know. What do I know? Maybe we'll just keep both. I think we should. And we we'll talk make about shirts, this. and you can wear the shirt of the one you want. Yes. Wear your respecter shirt. It just says, I'm a, re- I'm a freshie, or I'm a respecter. And on the back, it just has at Fresh Respect Podcast. I can't see a problem with that. I mean, I'd wear it. I'd wear it. Hey, here's the deal. The podcast is going great. We're still cranking out episodes. Mm. You guys are listening. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, just heard from my nephews. Okay. That they're listening. So hey, shout out to my nephews. The nephs. That they'll know who they are. <laughs> I don't even see them need to shout say their out names. to my nephews, and that's a that's a forward shout out because I'll tell them to listen this week. You need to get your nephews to listen because my nephews listen. Uh, yeah, they can listen together. Yeah, and they get uh, no, anyway. Um, so I was going to tell you this two things. All right, getting down to the business. Okay, tell me, tell First me. First thing, I don't know if you saw this on Facebook, but we totally face apped AI'd my face into an old person two years ago oh we face apped way before this face app craze uh-huh in fact i've had it on my phone the whole time yeah that's what i'm saying i'm i'm a trendsetter i've been trying to tell people this for years we yeah i mean but who did it i took your picture and i made it happen and i pumped it steve I you did pump it. it i pumped it like a nike pump can we just say that we were cool before everyone else was doing this. <laughs> now that we're not, you must know we were. Yeah, we were two years ago. <laughs> we were awesome. The second thing is my mom, I don't know where she got it, but she brought out of the basement in a plastic bag a little ring that is about the size of, oh, I don't know, like a graham cracker box, right? It's flat. It looks like a wrestling ring. It's got two holes in the middle of it. And you slip your thumbs into it while you're thumb warring. And then it has little sleeves of luchadors that go over your thumb and you luchador thumb wrestle. Can we do that on a Facebook Live? Yeah, it's in my van right now. We should do that on a Facebook Live just so the people can see us. Yes. And see me beat you again. Well, we'll see. We we (laughs) shall see. We shall see. (laughs) Um you ready for some fresh pop? I'm ready. I'm okay. ready, Betty. I, I, he's trying to work off of my equipment, yeah, and it's not working. You know, I tried to pull this thing up. 
We're tech savvy over here at Fresh. Why can't we have respect. like why can't everyone have their own computer open? <laughs> Mine was dead <laughs> because we plan well, Steve. We do. We do plan well. Um, I do have a good fresh pop today. Okay. Fresh pop. There's something that needs some fresh respect. Yeah, there's a lot of things that do. Because if we run out of them, <laughs> we won't have a show left. Yeah. And the idea of fresh pop is to not just do pop culture, but kind of to just like pop the bubble of your past and see what comes out. That sounds gross. Because when, <laughs> when I was a teenager, I had some past bubbles on my face. The, as a zit? That's yes. what you're saying? That's what, I, that's what, well, my, that's what not, we think of. It's not fresh zit. It's fresh pop. <sighs> so here's what it is. There was always a place that was the hangout spot. Mm-hmm. Back in the day mm-hmm. when you had no responsibility, no kids, your money was going to frivolous things. Like what age? No kids. No, like you didn't have when when, when like this was like prior to like early twenties and younger. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's different though. Mm. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about. Okay, it. okay. I know. I see where you're going. But what I'm saying is, is there was a sit down jam. This is where we go ninety percent of the time with the dudes or the chicks or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the spot. Yeah. I got a couple. I got a couple. Yeah. Because so, they, they shift. So they move. Age-wise, they did. Yeah. So at 135th and Schweitzer. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's where Blue Valley Northwest High School is now. I, I yep. There was a dis, or a mini golf place called Champions. <laughs> it had mini golf, batting cages, and an arcade. That Yeah. It was exactly two miles from my house. Yeah. So we would ride our bikes there, pockets full of quarters, and we defeated in one day the Simpsons video game. You got Four it. of us together, just pumping quarters in that bad boy. Dude, that is some Stranger Things type stuff right That there. was the jam place. And then, you know, if we felt like it, we might play some putt-putt. Hey, put it through the windmill. And they had some... <laughs> I don't think anyone said that back then. <laughs> I hope but so. We should have. We should have had popped, a friend like you popped. that was like, hey, put it through the windmill. Hey, you gotta hey. get it over tut-tut. <laughs> Okay, tell me one of yours. Okay, so uh, I had a group of friends that every so often we would go way down 135th West, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you hit like, I think it's called Prairie Center Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go down 135th, you come up on this little like monumental house on the left. It's like super old and there's a parking lot. And then you can walk down this trail about a mile and it ends at this little tiny like squatting type campground that Boy Scouts would hang out at. Really? Yeah, but the Boy Scouts only did it like once or twice a year. So every time we went out there, there was no one there. But we would go at like 10 at night, pitch black. That sounds illegal. We Were you breaking rules? Don't, don't, why well, gotta bring that in, huh? <laughs> and we would walk down there and uh, have a little fire and just chill. Sounds cool. I drove by that place yesterday. I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out there on 135th. Both of our first memories were on 135th. Oh, my gosh. Weird. Not near each other, but same street. Sure, sure. The other one, just this is going to be lame, but it was McDonald's <laughs> in Stanley, Kansas. 
after football games. Yeah. Yeah. Friday nights. That was the parking lot to be in. Yeah. Like these little groups of people would just kind of hang around trucks or hang around each other. Right. Sometimes you'd go inside. Every now and then the football players from the game would show up and would be like, hey, it's the football Yay. players. They had a TV in there. We'd watch Metro Sports and watch the highlights of the game we were at. Really? Yeah. Wow. So anyway, that was... Uh, actually, running in line with that, the I had a I had a spot for after football games too. Yeah, it was IHOP though. Yeah, it, it is. Eh, but when you get like twenty people in there yeah. and you're there till three a.m. because that place don't close. I'm not dogging on IHOP, but I just feel dirty after I eat there. Well, I guess you, that is dogging on IHOP <laughs> as you should. <laughs> um, that's my fresh pop. So that's a good fresh pop. I want to hear it on our Facebook at Fresh Respect Podcast. You guys have to start interacting. Bonus points if you have a photo of you hanging out at that place from oh my back gosh. in the day. We will call you on air. That would be awesome. That's not a guarantee, but you need to start interacting with us. You can you can follow us at Facebook. You can also find where we're at and hit the subscribe button. It helps. And then go tell your mom. I'm serious. She would dig yeah, this. Because also we all know how much our moms talk. Yeah. So if you get your mom talking about fresh respect, we owe you. Big. If we could get every mom in the world to talk about fresh respect, we'd be gold. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Let's talk, talk about our sponsor. Ma- talk to me. Talk to me, Maverick. Listen, this week's podcast is brought to you by Orange Llama. What do sure-footed pack animals and marketing have in common? Well, <laughs> they can both carry immense amounts of weight, one in marketing and creative communication, and the other over mountainous terrain. While one might be caught in the Andes mountain range, the other will be found helping you with exactly what you need to say and exactly how you need to say it. Wow. After all, Orange Llama started the whole llama craze. What can they start for you? Check them out, www.orangellama.com. It's actually theorangelama.com. Theorangelama.com. They're going to pull You're going to find both. Yeah, you're going to find both of them. Darn it. But uh, check that out. So here's the thing. We're talking about Alexander the Great. Yeah. And we're also talking about Ernest Hemingway. Well, yeah, in in a roundabout way. So here's the thing. What could they possibly have in common? Let me tell you a story first. So Ernest Hemingway... Um, had an accident at one point. Now, I have to go back in, in time a little bit with Ernest Hemingway to make this accident make even make sense. Okay. So the dude was in World War One as a reporter. He was in World War II, the Spanish-American War. He was shot with machine guns, hit with shrapnel. He used to go on these epic um, safari hunts in Africa, and he was, like, attacked by large animals and all kinds of crazy things. As a reporter, he was in these wars? Uh, yes. In wow. the front line. He even led a group of militia people to overthrow Paris in 1944 or something. What the junk? Yeah, he was just a crazy man in a good way. <laughs> and probably in a bad way, too. Probably. But his body, just like Alexander the Great, was oh. riddled with just signs of all of these epic adventures and these accomplishments and these things. He was battle-tested. Yeah. To the point that he punched another writer in the face. <laughs> A, a like, writer? Like a writer. Like this writer yes. wrote something bad about him and, he, and he just like got in his face and beat him up. He's like, look, man, don't write about me. Yeah, pretty much. And it was worse than that. Okay, so I think that I am picking up what you're putting well, down. Good, because here's the story about Ernest Hemingway. Tell me more. So he did have a scar on his head, a prominent he- forehead kind of scar that if you look at pictures of him, you'll see. Oh. He didn't like to talk about it. 
Why not? He was not proud of it. Okay. Well, because he was in a bathroom. <laughs> and yes. he was pulled on a chain thinking it was like, because the tanks for the toilets yeah. used to be a c- ceiling height almost, you know? Yeah. So he pulled on this chain thinking it was the chain to flush the toilet. What was the chain to the skylight? And the skylight fell open and hit him in the head. Oh, my gosh. And he's got this huge, I mean, you can find pictures, yeah. pictures of him with this gash on his head. Huh. Yeah, I wouldn't want to talk about that either. Yeah. So I want to talk about scars. 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 Yes. On our bodies. All right. And I think they deserve some serious fresh respect. Okay. So here's this thing. Here's this dilemma that Ernest Hemingway had. He had a scar that he wasn't proud of, and Mm. he didn't want to talk about it because of the story that was associated with it. Right. He also had scars that he loved to talk about. Yeah. And he loved to show. And this is kind of this dilemma I think we're in as a culture is that we there's so much stuff out there about hiding our scars and and covering them up and changing the colors of them and having scars removed, laser removal of scars. I mean, it's a big business out there. So I would say based on just what I've seen about the business itself, we live in a culture that is about hiding scars. Mm. And that's that's not cool to me. No. Because you look at that story of Alexander the Great. He wasn't going to hide his scar, his scars. <laughs> He was using it as a guilt trip for you to fight for him. <laughs> and if you know anything about the ancient days of of battle and gladiator and stuff, scars were street cred. Yeah. If you didn't have scars, you were a schmuck. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, I don't have a lot of scars on my body right now. Right. And you're a schmuck. I would be like the oh yeah. pansiest loser of them all. They'd be like, who are you? Go away. You scarless ninny boy. <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I am. Um, man, where, where, do you, where do we go with this? Let's, let's talk about the science of it a little bit. Okay, give me a Just little Just so breakdown. we understand how, what happens with a scar, okay? Mm. So when you cut yourself, now, you know, have you ever played with like a pin, like a safety pin and stuck it through your skin? Oh, yeah. And it doesn't hurt? Yeah. So you're actually not affecting any part of your dermis okay just my epa just your epidermis which is the outer layer Ah. which is replacing itself you know probably every 30 days or so oh yeah a scar happens when you actually get down to the dermis which is the subdermal layer under the epidermis right a lot of dermis going on there's a derma situation happening okay (laughs) well the minute you cut yourself it's crazy how our buddies work they they start working to grow this tissue over the open wound. And it, 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 it works so fastly that it grows at a rate of approximately one millimeter every 24 hours. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So the, we have these little cells in our body. They're called fibroplasts, okay? Mm-hmm. These fibroblasts, they love to create something. It's a protein yep. called collagen. Yeah. You heard of that? Oh, yeah. I'm so tracking. these fibroblasts, they produce collagen... And normally they produce collagen in your in your dermis, right? And they create this kind of webbed pattern, and it's it's um, symmetrical and it works and it makes our skin tough, elastic, all of that stuff. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they when they see that there's a um, an injury to the dermis, they kick in and they just start throwing collagen wherever. They're just like we got to get this fixed. Yeah. It's, it's like you're. It's like when you're putting wooden, you know, slats across doors and windows. Yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. like, let's just get it up. 
Or like if the dam's breaking. <clears throat> and there's literally like, no rhyme or reason to how they do it. They just throw it all in there. Yeah, pack it. Well, that's what actually creates the scar that surrounds the wound. Right. So yeah. after it heals, you have all this collagen and scar tissue there. Now, collagen and scar tissue that's formed this way is not as um, strong. It's a little more fragile. Maybe you've busted open a wound before. Like a previous wound? Yeah. Ah, okay. Like you have those wounds that won't ever heal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's just the way that our bodies work is they're just not as strong or elastic. Right. Right? Right. And then also hair follicles and sweat glands, things like that, don't grow back. Yeah. So if you get a scar on your head... You're not going to have hair there. Ah. Yeah, see? Okay. Okay. I'm tracking, tracking with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit... I don't. I could nerd out a little bit more about the science of scars, but I don't really need to. If you want... If, you, if the freshie wants to, they can get into it on If the freshie Google. or the respecter wants to go there, they can. Yeah. Because I did. Yeah. You, it's a deep rabbit trail. <laughs> you might not come out for a long time. There's, there's four or five different types of scars. I don't need to name them all. There's scars that indent. There's scars that grow out. Yeah. It's just kind of cool. I think it's cool. Dude, that's legit. Well, here's the other thing about scars. Everyone has them. Think about that for a second. Tell me somebody that doesn't have a scar. Yeah, I think my three-year-old has a scar. Uh, Everyone has one. Yeah. You know why? Why? Belly buttons. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're right. See See what I mean? Okay, okay. Because it's like you were attached and then a snip. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're not. Now it healed in some collagenic fashion. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It might not be exact same science, but <laughs> I'm sure a scientist is like, <laughs> we have belly buttons these because idiots. we were snipped there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, if you're coming to this show for science, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, gotta you got that. misled yeah. somehow. I'm giving you the best I can. <laughs> hit that search bar. Just yeah. give, it, give it a spin. <laughs> but there's some better shows out there. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, though. I yeah, feel so- like scars are something that everybody has and so it it can really unite or a room or break the ice as you want to say you know what i'm saying yeah so hemingway to get back to hemingway wants to know what the story is exactly so to get back to hemingway he would tell the stories of the scars he was proud of he never talked about the scar on his head yeah because it didn't have a good story right and he even wrote in his books about different characters with scars you know, this crusty old fisherman he talked about with these scars in his hands from holding the lines of the fish and deep grooves that had been there for a millennia, you know, like the way he wrote about it. Yeah. And he's like, that's a guy I would take with me fishing because he's been there before and he can catch a fish. And I'm like, yes. Yes. And then he talked about these other guys returning from war who'd been wounded in battle and had lost like a piece of their soul. Mm. And they were like less of a man than they used to be. Right. And they could not overcome their scars. Mm. And so he was even That's toying real. with this weird like dilemma himself of are scars cool? Do scars carry a story? Do they make us better? Or are they something to be ashamed of and do we need to hide them? And I think that's what our culture is trying to figure out too. Yeah, it's, it, there's a tension point. Yeah, so what do you think? What do you think? Do you think they're cool? Do you think we should hide them? I think that um, just, and this is kind of who you are and who I am, but Mm -hmm. I mean, apparently, Fresh Respect has a theme of story, right? It does. That's what, that's our main shtick, 
right there because it's so valuable and so important. I also feel like, you know, if there's scars that you have, whether they're internal or whether they're external, mm. and they aren't healed, then they're just wounds. Ah, you know, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's the exact point that I think of. Right. Because at face value, and I, my daughter wanted me to talk about her. Oh. She has a big old scar on her arm, probably about the size of a quarter. Okay. Her cousin had a fire firework thing. Yeah. A punk. Yeah. A hot punk. Right. And just stuck it in her arm on accident. Total oh, accident. Okay. <laughs> but it like, I thought for a it like it was... buried into her arm yeah, and then yeah. kept burning under the skin. Like an IV. Is not good. Yeah. So that scar is going to be on her arm forever. Sure. But when I look at it, what I think of is not, oh, no, guys aren't ever going to date her because she has this weird scar on her arm. People are going to think she's weird. I think, wow, the human body is so cool that it heals. Yeah. I mean, a scar alone says that. Yeah. Look how we heal. Mm. I think it also says that wounds are meant to heal. Yeah. And not be forgotten. Because yeah. the other thing about a scar that's just cool is that they're permanent. Yeah. And Alexander the Great, although he didn't live very long, <laughs> carried those scars with him until the day he died. Yeah, they're permanent. I mean, and, and they were a, a, a testament to who he was. I think that the number... <clears throat> oh, maybe. But the one major flaw that humanity has is forgetfulness. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we forget everything, man. That's exactly why we have the coined phrase, history will repeat itself, because we forget. And the beauty of a scar is no matter the telling story of a skylight bashing your head in or an internal wound that is maybe too soft or tender to talk to just anybody about, is that it is there for a reminder. Yeah. I saw this great quote, and I wish I could tell you who said it. You can Google it and figure it out. But mm. it said... Scars are just another form of memory. Mm, yeah. Isn't that profound? That's deep. So just to have fun with this, because I'm going to ask the respecters to do the same dang thing. Okay. What's your favorite scar story? What's your best scar? Uh, tell me Tell me where it's at. Show me if you want to. And then Well, I got two. Okay. You, you might get one. Okay. So we're, we're 26 minutes right now. <laughs> we got about a pump. <laughs> so the first one is on my eye. And that story is in another episode. Yeah, we were there. I was there. You were there. Your yeah. mom was there. Yeah. So that's that. Go find it. The second one is I got a scar on my right thumb coming up my thumb right mm -hmm. there. I was actually talking about this today. How weird is that? Nah. And um, I was riding my bicycle and I had like a camel back with the water thing and it broke and water was going all over me. So I reached up and grabbed it with my right hand, but the front brake was my Ooh, left. Oh, dang. And so I hit the front, went over the handlebars, and there was like a like a pillar, like a brick pillar in front of these apartments that my thumb like caught the corner and showed me my bone. Ugh. And then I looked over and on on this dude's porch was this like like 20-something Asian guy like out hung over probably because it was like 10 in the morning and he saw me the whole thing and he looks over and we get eye contact and he goes uh, i'd give it a 10 <laughs> that's what he said that, that was his response that guy's my new hero yeah <laughs> so that's probably my best scar i have story. this scar and i don't know if you can see it down here with the lighting but i've got a scar that runs across all four of my fingers oh and i was riding in the back of a pickup truck okay with um 
one of my buddies from high school was driving. We were out in a field. Yeah. Because yeah, why would yeah. you drive a truck on the road no. when you can drive it in a field? Right. Had my little brother with me in the back of the truck. And I realized that my friend who was driving had no cares whatsoever that there was a little kid in the back of the truck with us. <laughs> my brother was like flying around in the back of the truck. Yeah. So being a good brother, because I'm awesome. Yeah. I put my arm around him, like grabbed him tight. Right. And reached and held on underneath the edge of the bed of the truck. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going with this? Yeah. So he jerked it, and my hands slid along oh. the inside of that steel bed. Yeah. And just a slice. I let go of my brother. We fell over. I'm holding my hands together because yeah. I know it's not good. He sees us fall over, and he stops. And he's like, is your brother okay? And I'm like, I think my brother's fine. And my hand was just dripping like blood yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And it's scarred, and it's cool. It's a cool story. That is uh, a cool story. There, a brotherhood. Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have a scar story. We'd love to see the scar if you can take a picture of it, if it's appropriate. Yeah, please. Yeah, keep it PG. Keep it PG. There are nephews that listen to this. Yeah, uh, hit us up on Facebook. Yeah, e- email it to us at freshrespectemail at gmail There you go. Yeah, and uh, here's the here's the homework assignment for all of us. Make a scar. No, no. no, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Take a scar that you currently have. Tell somebody about it. They'll love the story. That's fresh. Y'all best respect. <laughs>